Sermon 40, Commentary in the Gospel of Luke, Sermons 39-46, through 46, by Cyril of Alexandria, translated by R. Payne Smith. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Sermon 40, 7, 36-50 And a certain Pharisee desired him to eat with him, and having entered the Pharisee's house, he reclined at his table. And, behold, a woman who was a sinner in the city, when she knew that he was reclining at table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment, and stood behind him at his feet, and, weeping, began to wash his feet with tears, and wiped them with the hair of her head, and kissed his feet, and anointed them with ointment. When the Pharisee who had bidden him saw it, he said in himself, If this were a prophet, he would have known who and of what sort the woman is who toucheth him, that she is a sinner. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto thee. And he said, Teacher, say on. He saith to him, A certain money-lender had two debtors, the one owed five hundred denarii, the other fifty, and when they could not repay, he forgave them both. Which therefore of them will love him most? And Simon answered and said, I suppose he that had most forgiven him. And he said to him, Thou hast rightly judged. And turning to the woman, he said to Simon, Thou seest this woman? I entered into thine house. Thou gavest no water for my feet, but she hath washed my feet with tears, and wiped them with her hair. Thou gavest me no kiss, but she from the time I came in hath not ceased kissing my feet. My head with oil thou didst not anoint, but she hath anointed my feet with ointment. For this reason I tell thee, her many sins are forgiven her, because she hath loved much. But he to whom little is forgiven loveth little. And he said unto her, Thy sins are forgiven thee. And those who were reclining with him at table began to say in themselves, Who is this that forgiveth sins also? But he said to the woman, Thy faith hath made thee live. Go in peace. All ye people, clap your hands, and praise God with the voice of thanksgiving. And what is the cause of the festival? It is that the Saviour hath newly constructed for us a way of salvation, untrodden by them of old time. For the law, which the all-wise Moses ordained, was for the reproof of sin, and the condemnation of offences. But it justified absolutely no one. For the very wise Paul writes, Whosoever rejected the law of Moses was put to death without mercy at the mouth of two or three witnesses. But our Lord Jesus Christ, having removed the curse of the law, and proved the commandment which condemns to be powerless and inoperative, became our merciful high priest, according to the words of the blessed Paul. For he justifies the wicked by faith, and sets free those held captive by their sins. 
and this he proclaimed to us by one of the holy prophets saying in those days and at that time saith the lord they shall seek for the sin of israel and there shall be none and for the sin of judah and thou shalt not find it for i will be merciful to those that have been left in the land saith the lord but lo the fulfilment of the promise came to pass for us at the time of his incarnation as we are assured by the purport of the holy gospels for he was invited by one of the pharisees and being kind and loving unto man and willing that all men should be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth he consented and granted the favour to him who requested it and having entered he reclined at table and immediately there entered a woman defiled with filthy lewdness who like one scarcely roused from wine and intoxication and made sensible of the guilt of her transgressions offered supplication unto christ as able to cleanse her and deliver her from all fault and free her from her former sins as not remembering iniquities and this she did washing his feet with tears and anointing them with ointment and wiping them with her hair thus a woman who before time had been lewd and guilty of sensuality a sin difficult to wash away missed not the path of salvation for she fled for refuge to him who knoweth how to save and is able to raise from the depths of impurity she then failed not in her purpose but the foolish pharisee the blessed evangelist tells us was offended and said within himself if this were a prophet he would have known who and of what sort the woman is that toucheth him that she is a sinner the pharisee therefore was boastful and utterly without understanding for it was his duty rather to regulate his own life and earnestly adorn it by all virtuous pursuits and not to pass sentence upon the infirm and condemn others but we affirm of him that having been brought up in the customs of the law he gave too wide an influence to its institutions and required the legislator himself to be subject to the commandments of moses for the law commanded the holy to keep apart from the impure and god also blamed those whose lot it was to be the chiefs of the congregation of the jews for their unwillingness in this respect for he thus spake by one of the holy prophets they make no distinction between the holy and the profane but christ arose for us not to subject our state to the curses that are by the law but to redeem those subject to sin by a mercy superior to the law for the law was instituted because of transgressions as scripture declares that every mouth might be stopped and all the world become guilty before god because by the works of the law no flesh is justified for there was no one so far advanced in virtue spiritual virtue i mean as to be able to fulfil all that had been commanded and that blamelessly 
but the grace that is by christ justifieth because doing away with the condemnation of the law it frees us by means of faith that proud and foolish pharisee therefore did not even deem jesus to have attained to the measure of a prophet but he made the woman's tears an opportunity for clearly instructing him in the mystery for he taught the pharisee and all who were assembled there that the word being god came into the world in our likeness not to condemn the world but that the world might be saved by him he came that he might forgive the debtors much and little and show mercy upon small and great that there might be no one whatsoever who did not participate in his goodness and as a pledge and plain example of his grace he freed that unchaste woman from her many iniquities by saying thy sins are forgiven thee worthy indeed of god is a declaration such as this it is a word joined with supreme authority for since the law condemned those that were in sin who i ask was able to declare things above the law except him only who ordained it immediately therefore he both set the woman free and directed the attention of that pharisee and those who were dining with him to more excellent things for they learned that the word being god was not as one of the prophets but rather far beyond the measure of humanity even though he became man and one may say to him who invited him thou wast trained up o pharisee in the sacred scriptures thou knowest i suppose of course the commands given by the most wise moses thou hast examined the words of the holy prophets who then is this that walking in a path contrary to the sacred commands hath delivered from guilt who that hath pronounced them free who have boldly broken the things ordained recognize therefore by the facts themselves one superior to the prophets and the law remember that one of the holy prophets proclaimed these things in old time of him and said they shall be in wonder at our god and shall be afraid of thee who is a god like unto thee that forgiveth the transgressions and passeth over the iniquities of the remnant of his inheritance nor retaineth his anger unto the end because he willeth mercy those therefore who were at meat with the pharisee were astonished and wondered at seeing christ the saviour of all possessed of such godlike supremacy and using expressions above the right of man for they said who is this that forgiveth sins also dost thou wish me to tell thee who he is he who is in the bosom of god the father and was begotten of him by nature by whom everything was brought into being who possesses supreme sovereignty and is worshipped by everything in heaven and in earth he submitted himself to our estate and became our high priest in order that he might present us unto god pure and clean having put off the ill savour of sin 
and having him instead in us as a sweet savour for as most wise paul writes we are a sweet savour of christ unto god this is he who spake by the voice of the prophet ezekiel and i will be to you a god and i will save you from all your uncleannesses see therefore that the actual accomplishment agreed with what had before been promised by the holy prophets acknowledge him as god him so gentle and loving unto men seize upon the way of salvation flee from the law that killeth accept the faith which is above the law for it is written that which is written killeth even the law but the spirit giveth life even the spiritual purification that is in christ satan had bound the inhabitants of earth with the cords of sin christ has loosed them he has made us free has abolished the tyranny of sin has driven away the accuser of our infirmities and the scripture is fulfilled that all iniquity shall stop its mouth for it is god that justifieth who is he that condemneth this the divine psalmist also prayed might be accomplished when thus addressing christ the saviour of all let sinners perish from off the earth and the wicked so that they may not be found for verily we must not say of one clothed with the spirit that he curseth those who are infirm and sinful for it is not fitting for the saints to curse any but rather that he praise this of god for before the coming of the saviour we all were in sin there was no one who acknowledged him who by nature and verily is god there was no one doing good no not one but they all had turned aside together and become reprobate but because the only begotten submitted himself to emptiness and became flesh and was made man sinners have perished and exist no longer for the dwellers upon earth have been justified by faith have washed away the pollution of sin by holy baptism have been made partakers of the holy ghost have sprung out of the hand of the enemy and having bidden as it were the host of devils to depart dwell under the yoke of christ christ's gifts therefore raise men to a hope long looked for and to a most dear joy the woman who was guilty of many impurities and deserving of blame for most disgraceful deeds was justified that we also may have confidence that christ certainly will have mercy upon us when he sees us hastening to him and endeavouring to escape from the pitfalls of wickedness let us too stand before him let us shed the tears of repentance let us anoint him with ointment for the tears of him that repenteth are a sweet savour to god call him to mind who saith awake they who are drunken with wine 
weep and howl all they who drink wine to drunkenness for satan intoxicates the heart and agitates the mind by wicked pleasure leading men down to the pollutions of sensuality but while there is time let us awake and as most wise paul says let us not be constantly engaged in revels and drunkenness nor in chambering and wantonness but rather let us work what is good for we are not of the night nor of darkness but children of light and of the day let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and clothe ourselves with the works of light be not troubled when thou meditatest upon the greatness of thy former sins but rather know that still greater is the grace that justifieth the sinner and absolveth the wicked faith then in christ is found to be the pledge to us of these great blessings for it is the way that leadeth unto life that bids us go to the mansions that are above that raises us to the inheritance of the saints that makes us members of the kingdom of christ by whom and with whom to god the father be praise and dominion with the holy ghost for ever and ever amen end of sermon forty